If I stopped to think ahead, I wouldn't be emperor, and I wouldn't even be here in the year 3000. It's just like the story of the grasshopper and the octopus. All year long, the grasshopper kept burying acorns for winter, while the octopus mooched off his girlfriend and watched TV. But when the winter came and the grasshopper died and the octopus ate all his acorns and also he got a race car. Is any of this getting through to you? Welcome to the world of tomorrow! got it that time <laughs> listen to take alan is still alive uh-huh. except for that one time yeah sure <laughs> which we all remember yeah from 30 seconds over tokyo that's right which i just re-listened to recently oh uh, yeah <laughs> and everyone called me out immediately <laughs> uh-huh. i don't remember what you're talking about at all <laughs> i think it took like four takes to get the quote at the beginning oh which is again not normal but you it's usually- also fair because of the, I'll never forget the conditions under yeah, it was which very we, hot under which we recorded 30, 30 minutes over Tokyo. Yeah. It was um, thirty minutes, three seconds. Which is minutes, the real one? Thirty minutes. Is thirty seconds a real thing? Thirty thirty or minutes is, is the <laughs> is the name of the of the episode. There's, right, but it's based on a movie or something, right? Yeah. And is it thirty seconds? I don't know. All right. <laughs> we know in the go ep- listen to that. Episode. Yeah, we know there. <laughs> Um, yes, welcome to Two Bad Neighbors in the 31st Century. Here we are. A Simpsons podcast that became a Futurama podcast hosted by a robot man and his immortal friend. I'm one of your hosts, Gregbot1.6. Ooh, upgrades. New upgrades. What are, you getting, what are your upgrades? I have wheels for feet. <laughs> Is that an upgrade over, like, feet? Well... Here's the thing. Oh. They can they're like, you know how in Batman and Robin, uh he has skates built into Say no his more. Boots? As soon as you said, you know you in Batman it. and Robin, I was you like, I know it. exactly what he's talking yeah. about. It's the skates and the boots. Yeah. You hit a button, the the, the skates come out. Exactly right. Yeah, I it. also have a MasterCard in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so like the company MasterCard or like a MasterCard for you? A MasterCard. Oh, okay. Yes. It is <laughs> attached like to my all of the data for MasterCard in your brain. Which that would, would be, be interesting. I mean, you could do some damage with that. I already have. Oops. But it's only for me, oh. and it's just I'm my just credit a, score. Just getting a mobile alert from my MasterCard, and oh, my funds are drained. Hmm. <laughs> <Oops>. Probably, <laughs> probably oh. not uh, related. Looks like there's a little virus in my brain. <laughs> Gonna have to wait till the 1.7 upgrade. Or mm. for uh, the anomaly to uh, fight the virus. Oh, that's right. The systemic anomaly inherent to the programming of Gregbot. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, and my name's Alan. <laughs> that was all your intro. Yep. <laughs> and we're back. Um, we're back for more recordings. Uh, we're back in, in a new year. Yes. New year, new me. Is it? Uh, well, I mean, technically. Cool. <laughs> I'm happy we're always it. We're always new. Mm-hmm. Every single second, we're a new person. Yeah. Um, in and we've, minute ways. We've been like, we've been kind of like um, light on our main feed. Yeah. Well, these, we these we took a we took a uh, holiday break, but then happened to have a chance to record, so we did one more mm-hmm. right before the new year mm-hmm. uh, that was released on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we haven't been able to record since. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, not until because, now, not because we haven't seen each other, but like there's like these things that we like to do, which is called hang out with each other <laughs> and not record. Yeah, we we were trying to use some of the uh, minimal human interaction we have with anyone, at least for me. Yeah, um, to enjoy social activities rather than record a vo- vocal only podcast that arguably could be done at any time mm-hmm. uh, in person or not. Obviously, we much prefer in person but mm-hmm. we have done in early pandemic the the resume records and it's doable is what i'm saying but uh hanging out in person and playing games and playing D is uh less so yeah i guess you could argue D is doable but it's we, not as fun it's not as fun it's nowhere near, nowhere as, fun. near as fun i would almost argue it's not <laughs> <laughs> i would almost argue that yeah. but i'm doing that tonight well and anyway. that's the thing. it's the thing is it's not that it's not possible it's that there are things I, I've noticed, as I'm sure many people have in this in this pandemic. Like I've noticed, there's things that I can do over Zoom with friends that doesn't lose uh, the in-person crackle, as it were. What is it? Uh, I mean, meetings, prof- more professional stuff, less fun stuff, I guess. Right. <laughs> things that you're obligated to do anyway. Yeah. And you don't enjoy them in the first place. <laughs> Sure. Just add a layer. Just add another layer of (laughs) shit on top of that called Zoom. Yeah. But honestly, even uh, like catching up with friends, like I would have some long Zoom chats with Ife in early pandemic, you know, and and that was still. I hate that. I hate that so much. (laughs) But again, like the 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 flip side is not ever speaking to Ife. So you know what I mean. Like it was it was a good it was a nice way to well. Maybe that's why he hasn't been on this podcast yet. Maybe. Um, maybe. <laughs> and probably because he doesn't, I don't think he likes Futurama that much. Um, we'll be, he'll him. be on the show. Yeah, we'll get him on. Yeah. Don't we should get him on for the Robot Devil one. <laughs> the last one? No, that's uh, that's in like four episodes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you, you heard Last one of this C-Fan. season is, is the Slurm Factory. Yes. And we have a guest lined up for that one. Do we? We do. Who's that? Uh... Bleep us out. No, don't. <laughs> but anyway, I was gonna say, it's Emma. Um, oh, great. Emma, Emma, I, because she loves Futurama and she's already uh, twice complained to me that we haven't had her on the podcast. Once, well, I think she was, uh, we were both drinking. And so she didn't remember that she complained to me. And <laughs> like a few, like a week or so later, she's like, she almost like in the exact same like tone and inflection, like said, like, hey, You've you've done a Futurama podcast for how many weeks now, and you haven't had even asked me to be on. Like she just had the exact same wording of it and everything, and I was like, you know, you said that exact same thing to me last week. Mm. And she's like, well, I did. I'm like, yeah, I guess, we were drinking. It's fine. I guess maybe we should have her on then. Well, yeah. Well, that's so. In that moment, I told her I was like, I was like, I obviously want you on. I want you on for an episode you love, though. And so I asked her like, of the first season, what's an episode you love? And and one of the first ones she mentioned was the Slurm Factory. So I was like, done. You're scheduled for that one. Super. So look out for that, folks. I'm excited about it. That's one of my favorite episodes. Because of the we can well. have uh, we can have her here in person. That's true. That'll be nice. Theoretically. Theoretically. <laughs> Remember when like early pandemic we were doing them outside? Yeah. That was kind of fun. That was fun. Yeah. We could do that again. I would run if, an extension cord. The weather's nice. <laughs> yeah. I run an extension cord outside and plug in the zoom. Yeah. And we set up the we had to move. In this the, case, the Zoom means as a recording device. Yeah. I know. It's, they know. That's confusing. They well, know. I don't think they everyone know. knows. They know. <laughs> if they know audio, then they know Zoom. Yeah, not everyone knows audio. <laughs> they do. <laughs> I have uh, the utmost uh, respect for our fans. Mm. and they're Well, in- and I don't. Okay. 
Well, you heard it here first. Me fans are, are stinking pigs, or what is it? <laughs> I don't know. Is it stinking pigs? Um, we finished our D and D campaign. We did. This is uh, this is our how have you been seg- segment where we're, catch up. where we're going to talk about D and D for a bit. Okay. Um, <laughs> we finished our D and D campaign. In, yeah, we um, killed a vampire and a dragon and a dragon, a, a zombie dragon. Mm. Yeah, but that was B team. <laughs> that was B team. <laughs> Uh, but you still did it. We still did it. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Uh, so that's that's important to know that you killed a vampire lord. Mm. Feeling good on a Wednesday, <laughs> and you killed. Never be royals. Never. <laughs> and you killed a zombie dragon. Yes. And much like the zombie dragon. In, in hit HBO television series Game of Thrones, similar. Do you guys yes. remember Game of Thrones? <laughs> I remember. I remember Game of Thrones. I don't can remember you, Game can of you Thrones. Te- can you tell me right now? Yeah. When did Game of Thrones end? What year? Oh, 2018. Incorrect. 17. <laughs> 2019. Really? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's why I ask because I'm like I think people f- like don't realize how shortly. It's been since Game of Thrones ended because as soon as it ended, like Google search results just plummeted. <laughs> you know, like no one gave a shit about Game of Thrones anymore yeah. in so many ways, and it's 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 kind of crazy. Well, they yeah. really earned it. They really earned that. Oh, they definitely did. I'm yeah. rewatching it right now. Yeah. I'm almost done yeah. my rewatch, and the quality dip between seasons, I would say even. Uh, like starting in season five, but between seasons five, six, and seven, like the, the quality is just on a steady decline. Yeah. Those three seasons. And then, I mean, eight is just a cluster. Way back up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Quali- <laughs> Pristine quality. Television. It goes like, it's it's like one of those things where it's like up, up, up for from one, two, three, four, and then dips uh-huh. in five, six, seven. Yeah. But then it goes back higher than it's Ten, ever been. 11. Yeah. <laughs> This one goes to 11. Yeah, this one goes all the way to 11, and everyone loves season Everyone loves it. Uh, Everyone's favorite part is when uh, John screams at a zombie dragon. um, For no reason. For seemingly no reason. Uh, The Night King is defeated by a little girl. Um, Spoilers for Game of Thrones, by the way. Yeah. One of the one of the three dragons just gets shot in the yeah, in the just neck. by a bunch of boats. By a bunch of boats that we forgot about. That, that, yeah, she, Danny kind of forgot about the Iron Fleet. That's in an interview. That's like an interview one with D- one of the fucking DB Weiss or D- David Benioff. I can't remember which one. But he's just like, oh, the Iron Fleet. Uh, Danny kind of forgot about. Danny kind of forgot about them. Yeah, and it's and it's like, <laughs> wait, that's your right. That's your writing excuse. That's your answer. Oh my god! I I did love the 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 one thing I will say I loved about the final season of Game of Thrones is how much everyone was just in agreement with each other about like yeah this sucks let's just make fun of it a bunch now, <laughs> and so like that became a meme you know like uh, <laughs> Cersei kind of forgot about the mountain or you know like, oh what, yeah you know things like that where that would it would be the the clip of the dude from the interview and they just changed the words. Um, <laughs> there was also the. Uh, I think it was in season seven, actually. But there's the they part thought where, they were going to do a Star Wars. Oh, they they had so many projects lined up, uh, and then Game of Thrones ha- or the finale happened, and everyone's like, "Ah, never mind." <laughs> That's the thing, guys. You gotta stick the landing. Gotta stick the landing. You gotta you gotta finish what you're working on before you leave. Yeah, they've. It feels like oh, they were checked out. It feels like they left in season seven, and it's just like whatever. Yeah. Um, the the important thing though is, did you have fun in your last session of the campaign? 
Uh, yes, overall, yes. Um, it got a little too um, uh, long mm. in between, you know, in combat, which is all, honestly, and this this isn't your fault or anyone's fault, really. It's just the nature of D and D. But that's always been my least favorite part about D and D is that I do love when there's like big epic battles, but when that happens, it just means your turn is so few and far between and turns can be so long and like that kind of thing. So it does get a little like energy starts to dip a bit. You also plan your turn. You're ready. I'm usually very, very, well, it's, it's playing a paladin. Like there's, there's not a lot, like there are a lot of options arguably for a paladin, but like usually in a specific battle scenario, it's like, especially if your whole team's still alive. Yeah. Right. There's, yeah, there's really like, okay, I'm going to go and, try and smite them you know <laughs> like that's pretty much yeah. my uh my my strategy every time and then it's only yeah when like new things pop up or uh you know smiting doesn't work that kind of thing then i start to try and re-strategize and figure out new things but for the most part it's just like no as soon as it's my turn i'm gonna go over and i'm gonna try and uh, hit him with my big big ass sword or broad axe whatever i fucking had this time uh, <laughs> and uh yeah so and that's fun but then, of course, <laughs> when you're like, all right, time to attack, and you're like, dodge. I'm like, fuck! <laughs> That's my turn! <laughs> I waited an hour for this! <laughs> Um, but again, that's that's more just the, the nature of D&D, and I don't know if there's a solution. You know? There was so. this, like... The, my my solution was, like, having you guys play two characters, right. and so you, like, you, were, you were still doing stuff, like... One of the things that that you were doing was you had this ranger character on the B team where you would just like run up to this dragon, have your bear attack it, you attack it. So you're doing stuff in that sense. Um, But over in the other arena of combat, because fun thing that I did was I (laughs) separated these two teams into two arenas of combat, which I thought was really, really fun. Um, The problem was that... Excuse me that me as a DM and this character I was playing as, this vampire, had fought you before. Right. And so he knows. He knows you. <laughs> he knows if you hit him, he's <laughs> fucked. That's true. You and specifically. Yeah. If you My hit smites him, are very powerful, especially yes. against the undead. Especially yes. when I'm like, I know this is a big bad, so I'm going to use like my staggering smite. I'm yeah. going to, you know... I'm gonna go all out yeah. and try and like decimate him in one hit. Yeah, um, and you, yeah. when you actually did hit me, yeah, surprise, surprise, <laughs> to like sixty plus damage. I was fucked. <laughs> like I didn't and staggered. Yeah. yeah, he couldn't come back from that because of the staggering smite, and I was like, I knew that was gonna happen if you hit me. Yeah, so I had Smart to strategy. use all my reactions <laughs> yeah. to make you. Your character have as bad a time yeah. as possible. <laughs> Make me basically inert, yeah, and just angry. <laughs> yeah, I I yeah. had to do that because the last time we had fought, you did the same thing. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, I think I was able to charm your character. This was before you were unable to resist that. Um, like as a yeah, vampire, I think I was able to the charm, last time we fought. Yeah, yeah I think so. To charm him, but then he passed the wisdom saving throw, and then I was fucked. Yeah, right. Like it's the it's the same thing, but now we might be creating new characters, which is yeah. really really exciting. Have you thought about what class you might want to play as? I mean, I, I think I said this uh, a while back when I played this class just briefly, but I think I want to play a monk. Monks are cool because I love monks. Yeah, and I played once for for your other campaign. Yeah, um, where I played Greg. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> for those wondering how uh, narcissistic Greg is, uh-huh. uh, yes, many of his characters are named after him. <laughs> Hey, and his loved ones. I, I need to. I need to. I need to point out something right now. The character that was Greg was uh-huh. not my idea. Okay. to name Greg. <laughs> um, we had Catherine, mm-hmm. who was playing a character named, named Catherine. Catherine. Yep. Name their siblings, right. of which they had five. Okay, they had Jathian, <laughs> Jathy. Sorry, there were four siblings. I uh-huh. should say, uh-huh. and they were the fifth one. Okay, they had Jathian. Jathy, Pooine, and Greg. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I played a monk then, and I played a monk briefly for a one-off uh, with the D&D initiative as well, and I was just like, man, like I just kind of like the vibe of a monk. They're cool. Um, so that's what I'm leaning towards, and I, I think I might want to do a turtle because mm. uh, they're cool. Is his name going to be Raph? I mean... I- <laughs> I I don't know about that specifically, but I definitely have already like pr- like on my drive here like practiced the voice. <laughs> nice, because <laughs> you've played a turtle before, and you've you like oh hello, I'm a turtle, and yeah. I was like I was like I could do that, or they're not all like that. that's the thing. I was like, or I could make mine more like a you know like a New York City turtle. Yeah, like hey, what's going on? I'm a turtle, <laughs> <laughs> and I think the way that I did that was a joke too right was like oh hello i'm I'm just kidding this is how i talk i don't i'm not actually that slow it's just a thing that we like to play on guests because we're turtles we're big turtles they think we talk slow well you all because you also for your uh um D like wedding campaign Uh that we uh we should probably pick up again i mean yeah um uh you played a turtle where you had mm. that that and it wasn't a put on in yeah. that case it in was this like case it was more like yeah, hello yeah. <laughs> he's just like a, a kindly i am welbo welbo right i accidentally yeah. set a forest on fire and now i'll never <laughs> use fire magic again <laughs> i learned my lesson i sure did i killed a <laughs> raccoon and i'll never get over it <laughs> uh but that's fun that's D chat yep um if you want to hear more about D and D, subscribe to any number of yeah, podcasts. Yeah, just search search for it. There's yeah. there's so many. There's so much stuff out there. <laughs> there's so much stuff that we don't even bother. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we did one. We for did our one. Patreon. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. So much work though. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we're not here to talk about D and D anymore. Anymore. We're here to talk about future D. Futurama. Come on, man. <laughs> Learn the name of the show. Oops. <laughs> it's not called Futured. <laughs> oh, that's, on the end. that's that might be like a fun. We could make that like a, another sitcom if you want. Oh, yeah? You could pitch that to Netflix. I'm sure they'll. Yeah, buy I'm it. sure they'll take it. Yeah. yeah. Ten take episode season. <laughs> they do. Uh, pilot who's in your cast? Seasons. I don't know. Bill Burr. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Uh, let's say uh, Bill Burr and um, I don't know Pamela Adlon. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Nailed it. That's the cast. That's the cast. <laughs> you know what? I'd watch that. And <laughs> that sounds pretty good. And um, um, uh, featuring Damon Wayans Jr. Mm, mm-hmm. I mean, he's in he's in a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. You think he wouldn't? No, he'd do it. Yeah, he'd do it. He's funny. Yeah. Uh, Futurama, My Three Sons. Yes. Is the episode we watched, Greg. 
uh, it's the seventh episode of season one, written by Jay Stewart Burns, directed by Jeffrey Lynch and Kevin O'Brien. Mm-hmm. Original air date May 4th, 1999. May the 4th be with you, Greg. What? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? May the 4th be with you. May the 4th. Uh-huh. It's a date. Yep. Be with me. May it be with you, yeah. Specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also <laughs> with <laughs> you? I guess. Yeah, that's the correct response. All right. Seems like it's part of like a weird fan club or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's probably toxic. Should probably avoid it. Yeah. Yeah. Stop doing that, everyone. <laughs> it's not clever. It's nonsensical. <laughs> I mean, the problem is that the Star Wars company bought into it, and now mm-hmm. they do like you know. May fourth, May fourth is like officially, however official these things can be, uh, Star Wars Day, and so they do like big announcements on May the fourth, and mm-hmm. um, you know, it. The thing is, like, I'm like when I first heard about, it, I'm like, oh, that's cute, you know, like what a cute, and then it <laughs> became swallowed up by a conglomerate, and I'm like, it's not cute anymore. Yeah, like many things, it becomes <laughs> it's deeply just cynical. Part of capitalism, stop it. Yeah. Um, but also now, all I can think is that it's just someone with a lisp saying may the force be with you <laughs> um, okay yeah anyway uh <laughs> but star wars takes place in the future it does well it's argued that's all relative <laughs> yeah whatever um but this also takes place in the future this is futurama uh <laughs> it's a television show uh greg mm-hmm. what'd you think about this episode um i honestly i think it starts out really 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 great i'm not actually that into the whole adventure mm. on the planet on, on trisol yeah on on the planet itself I, which pro, which means three suns it's it's like i don't know the the idea of the three suns is is weird to me because it doesn't matter really um you talking like astronomically well in in the context of the episode like there's mm. n- not much really happens with the three suns it's like why are these water people on this planet with three suns where they could easily be like evaporated Mm. um and why don't they do anything with that because that's the first thing that i immediately thought of was like oh there's the this is the the, this is the water episode i've seen this episode and he drinks the thing and i'm like why don't they why why aren't they like constantly sheltering all the time why do they go out in this is how water works uh-huh. it's it evaporates it's a <laughs> thing there's more that you could have done with this or you just change the nature of the story sure. and have the aliens not be water <laughs> but then he can't drink them you still could you could do something <laughs> i don't know what like just happened to sit i honestly forgot that he drank him and i thought oh. that he just sits on the throne and that's how he became emperor mm. Either Much one, like Jamie Lannister in the Game of Thrones. Really? Well, no. <laughs> I thought he said he does. On... He does kill the king and then yeah. sit on the throne. But then Ned Stark comes in and he's like, "Ah, here's the throne." Oh, this is all previous action. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This is in the this is in the before the history, the, yeah. the, the history which history probably would have made for a pretty good series. Uh, yeah, I mean, Robert's Rebellion would be a great series. Uh, I think that they said at one point when they were like, "We're doing seven spinoffs." <laughs> that one of them would be about Robert's Rebellion, but then now for some reason they're, they're... Well, yeah, they're only focusing on one, and it's about the Targaryen dynasty, which is boring to me. Uh-huh. 
So like I'm gonna watch it. But it's got it. dragons in it. It does have dragons, and that's probably why they lean towards that. Because like, uh, what did people like about Game of Thrones? Ah, tits and dragons. So there's probably gonna be tits and dragons. It was um, the first thing. It was the first thing. And good storytelling. Yeah. That was the second thing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, the, yeah, the, Robert's like Rebellion sh- would be a great. The shocking thing is, there, there weren't even in, there weren't there's no dragons in the first season until the last minute. Yeah, the and very last minute, and they're little tiny babies, and and that's interesting because yeah. you're like, whoa, like this world is not full of magic, but it exists. Yeah, and that's what I think is more interesting. Once the series starts to get to everything's magic, that's when it becomes less interesting. Yeah, you know when Melly Sanders comes in and is like, ah, demon baby, Melly Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's what you fake also. I I love so that. I've adopted it. And also, yes, the demon baby infuriated me. I know. I, I think I remember us talking about that. Um, I I remember shouting at my screen. This is <laughs> when I would use to do this. Allie and I watched the episode. This was like when we just started dating. Yeah. Um, we watched the episode, and I just started shouting, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> And yeah, because it would have been in 2012, 2013. Yeah, there, and then yeah. and then like I think she said or someone said like it's a shadow baby. What is that? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Don't say that like it's a normal Don't thing. Don't say that like it's a thing. <laughs> you gotta explain it to me. Yeah, and they don't. Well, see, Stannis fucks her. I get it. And impregnates her uh-huh. with a shadow baby. Okay, that's where magic. I stop understanding. <laughs> because of magic, Greg. No, stop it. <laughs> a wizard did it. Ugh. <laughs> But we don't know what she is. If she's a wizard, she's a she's a red priest. Same thing. Who answers to the uh, god of light? One ca- well, that's the thing. That. And honestly, that's actually something that I thought that would be interesting to kind of look into is this idea that there are many different religions and many different uh, gods in the world of Westeros. But it seemed like people like red priests and people who followed the Lord of Light are the only ones who can do actual magic. So it's like, is that a coincidence? Or is it just that the teachings of the Lord of Light inhibit the users with magic? And there's no God. It's just that because you're doing this stuff, that's what gives you magic. And that's why it was... You know, like, there's a way to to explore that idea there's in an way interesting way. There's a way to explore it in a way that's not doing that at all. Sure. Which yeah, is yeah, what the yeah. series does. Yeah. Because when she shows up, she brings his people back from the dead. She yeah. creates a shadow baby. She ignites the entire uh, moat of Westeros in flames. Yeah. Right? And all the swords of, or the, all the uh, rocks of yeah. and uh, they, Dothraki. They can turn all of these things into flame, yeah. flaming swords. And you're like, okay, then. <laughs> then what? <laughs> what is happening? Well, that's the other thing that. I man, need some is- Tolkienism in my Game yeah. of Thrones. I need there to be some over explanation. I promise everyone this is not a Game of Thrones podcast now, but I just wanted to say really quickly that uh, that was something that. Um, oh, what was my train of thought? Uh, Red Priest, Lighting Fire. Oh, um, <laughs> when John like first meets Danny. And he's like, hey, there's an army of like evil undead people that are going to kill us all. So you need to like chill with trying to get the throne and like come help us because you have dragons and that would be really helpful. And she's like, mm, how am I supposed to believe you? And it's like, what? Like, you've seen such insane things in your life. Why is this the thing that's out of the, you know what I mean? Like that, that was what started to become the thing in the, in the series too, is that, and again, that's why early Game of Thrones and at the end of the first season when like D- Danny is reborn or what, or just like survives the flames and has new ha- newly hatched baby dragons you're like that's unusual right yeah. you're like fuck that's like not a normal thing and so that's like special 
but then like that kind of thing starts to happen often and so it becomes less special but then it also becomes less plausible for people to not believe in these special things happening especially the people who those special things have happened to over and over and over exactly and so, like, you know, and also, like, John never really talks about the fact that he was resurrected from the dead. <laughs> like, yep. he's, he's always just like, nah, like, or someone's like, oh, like, uh, uh, they stabbed you in the heart. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I died. Anyway, let's go get, <laughs> let's go get Ramsey. Wait, and you're like, wait, hang on. Let's talk about that. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Hang on a second. <laughs> Back the fuck up. <laughs> Uh, what a what a goofy show. Anyway, um, this show yeah, also goofy. <laughs> it's also goofy. Um, well, I just find it interesting that you, because uh, like my three sons to me is like just a uh their way of having a clever title, and it's kind of irrelevant to me the fact that there are three sons on this planet. I just think it's interesting that oh sure that that's the way that they decided to do that, and there's literally three sons yeah. in the planet, and like their water, and they there's that that I mean that again, just it does doesn't, that just doesn't come up yeah. like it doesn't ruin anything for yeah. me obviously I just think it's a uh, interesting that they didn't do anything with that <laughs> sure you know it just seems like a very low hanging fruit that you can it seems like a setup I mean a, I was gonna say it do, it does just feel like they wanted to have okay they go to a planet and Fry accidentally becomes emperor yeah. how can we do that what if he drank the emperor okay so what if it's a world of water people and why would he drink a random glass of water because he's really hot so let's make it a desert planet you know yeah. like it's it definitely feel you can it's when you start to yeah it's when you start to analyze thing. it you do kind of feel the like uh, yeah writing backwards from yeah. from what they wanted to get and, and I don't that's fine I don't I don't mind that I, I honestly like this episode overall because it's a template episode yeah you know yeah yeah. like we we plant some seeds of bender that i know for a fact get paid off later and i love that yeah we see elnar i was gonna say elzar elzar elnar is my character's (laughs) name in another DD campaign (laughs) excuse me Um, elnar elnar his well here's the thing uh let me explain (laughs) one of the characters that i play is a warforged pugilist Okay. So a robot, a robot fighter uh-huh. uh, named Duncan Twenty. <laughs> yes. Remember that? I name. do remember that. Yeah. Uh, but it's later found out that he has the soul of a gnomish woman inside of him, <laughs> and uh, and her name is Elnar. Of course. Yes. No. That all tracks. Yeah. <laughs> Dindy's wild, you guys. It's crazy, um. and I love doing that. It's funny <laughs> because this is what happened. I. I have my my character has a because it's a horrific um, seven hundred year old robot man with uh, pieces of his face falling off <laughs> um, has a minus two charisma sure um, so I was trying to bluff someone one day <laughs> and another character was with me and I came up with these made up names and I said hello my name is Elnar and this is my um, this is my partner Felnar and Elnar just stuck <laughs> yeah that makes sense yeah Elnar. Uh, in this case, it's Elzar. Elzar, which is our first, uh, the first appearance of Elzar. Bam. He becomes a, a recurring character, and he's fun. He's a Neptunian, mm-hmm. uh, and he's a chef. It's and... uh, first uh, little thing about Neptunians. Uh. Oh, they have sorry. four arms. Yes, <laughs> which is cool. That is cool, and they're purple skin. Also cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, uh, the obvious, obviously, he's a play on Emerald. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Emerald? I do. He had a he had a television show for he six sure, episodes or sure something. <laughs> for six episodes. 
Um, for those that are maybe younger and don't remember uh, Elzar. Wait, what's Emerald? Jesus. Emerald. <laughs> I couldn't remember the real name. Um, yeah, he was this chef that became... It's weird how like TV chefs or just chefs in general like sometimes creep into the cultural consciousness. Yeah. Sorry, um, I said six. Yeah. Episodes of his sitcom aired. Seven episodes. Oh, of the sitcom. Sit- yeah. Oh, you're. T- I was thinking uh, you're talking about his TV. I'm like, no. okay, good joke. He had six episodes of his wildly popular yeah. television no, series. Emerald. But you know, yeah, a he had a sitcom, right? Yeah. I do remember that vaguely. Yeah. When a total did that air? of uh, from uh, let's see, September 25th to December 11th, 2001. Oh wow! So way earlier than I thought. I yeah. thought it was like a more recent thing. And no, this was the this this was what the post nine eleven world needed. This, yeah, this is this is capitalizing on his already popularity. Yeah, um, to give him a sitcom yeah. because that's exactly what tell the television landscape was like. It used to do that. Like, two thousand. Yeah. If you it was were, like, oh, this thing's popular. Give him a sitcom. Give him yeah. a sitcom. Yeah. But only ten episodes were produced, and only seven ever aired. That's too bad. Is it? What's the premise? Okay. <laughs> Let's see here. Can I make a guess? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm going to guess that Emerald plays himself. You are correct. And he, therefore, he is a TV, or he's a chef. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm guessing it probably just takes place in his home, and he's got, like, his family members are like, uh, uh, Emerald, when are you, what are you going to make us for dinner? And he's like, ah, I'm sick of cooking for you brats. Uh, <laughs> and then he starts drinking... Um and then he like gets into drugs and then he joins the mob. Um, no, none of this. This is all no. This is all right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he begins to uh, uh, systematically um, uh, trade in the black market. So, here's the thing. <laughs> okay. Um, the pilot was poorly received. And so, as often happens, the show is revamped, turning the focus from Emerald's fictionalized home life ah. to life on the set of a fictional version of Legacy's Food Network show. Okay. So it starts out so like, so like I was, King of Queens yeah, yeah. with Emerald, mm-hmm. but then it becomes what the show probably just should have been. <laughs> yeah. Him working and the backstage shenanigans. Yeah. Yeah. Which is obvious i think i mean those are the two like anytime they're like let's pitch a sitcom it's like is it going to be home life or is it gonna be work life work, which work life. which one of the two yeah um and uh sometimes the twain shall meet but for the most part honestly i think they never should no it makes me feel like honestly i'm remember when we were talking about the office and how jim sucks Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, the more, the more something th- I'll always happily talk about. The more I think about it, the more I and and you you put this in my brain. Yeah. Um, the more I think about it, the more I think that shows like The Office and show specifically like the um, the environment that The Office turns into at around season three um, and keeps going from there. Yeah. Um, and it's shows like we're a family. and shows like yeah. Parks and Rec and shows like Bro- Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. I think those are really bad. <laughs> I think I think like the, conceptually, yeah. I think yeah. the 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 projection of that value is of those values is really misplaced. That your family and your work are the same. Yeah. Um, see, the joke of The Office <laughs> to begin with 
was Michael Scott felt that his family and his work life were the same and exactly. no one else no agreed one else with did. him. That's the thing. That's exactly and that's the, you know, the UK office as well. Uh does this better because again, it only lasts 12 episodes. Yep. Um but uh the first season of the office you can see that for sure is Michael is the one who's like, "Oh, like these are all my best friends." all these people who work for me. Yeah. And they're all like, we hate our boss. We can't wait to get out of this office and go home to our real lives. And then as the show progresses, because of the the format of the show and the fact that it only takes place in the office, I mean, obviously they will exit sometimes, but for the most part, conceptually, it's all in the office. They need to have those relationships begin to form and begin to uh, evolve and change and that kind of thing. And so it does become this weird, like, incestual we're all a family and we all date each other and marry each other and like don't have friends outside of this place. And anytime a friend is mentioned, they're usually like one-offs who appear in one episode and never come back. Cause they're like, Oh, Jim's a fucking weirdo now who loves all his, his office mates. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's bad. And I'm, I'm not a, I, I don't, I don't like that. Yeah. Like I understand the idea, like, cause it happens, you know, like you meet someone at work, you people fall become in love, friends at work you, for sure. Like, and people yeah. get married, their coworkers yeah. sometimes. Happens, right. Yeah. Um, like it happened at a place that I worked at. Um, you married all of your coworkers. Every one of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been a mess getting out of that. <laughs> well, that's why your wedding was delayed. Yeah. It no other reason. It wasn't COVID, guys. I can finally admit it. It was the. He's fact. working on twenty different annulments. Yeah. Yeah. Annulments. Yes. Let's I be will clear. not have a divorce on my record. <laughs> um i'm writing to so many different churches right now well so but that's the thing about uh futurama too is that it does create this same kind of and and so i'm curious what you think about futurama using that kind of format or conceptual idea of this is a workplace but they also all kind of live there and like you know like so i think futurama is a little bit unique yeah. In in this way, because we have Fry, we Fry do. has nowhere else to go, right? And that's really really important. Uh, and his only living relative is the professor. Yes, and so that makes sense. Yep, where he would go there, he would be the person who would live there until he moves in with Bender. Yeah, right. And Bender's a robot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like it's very important to remember. That's that Bender's yeah. a robot, and Leela's a loner. Like Le- that's Leela's, that was established early on is that she doesn't really have friends because yeah. everyone thinks she's a weirdo because she has one eye. It takes her a long time to get come around. Yeah, right. Um, Amy, um, but... Hermes, <laughs> Hermes. That's like who are you trying to remember? <laughs> Amy, a- Amy, Hermes, and Zoidberg. They don't even really like each other. They yeah. definitely don't like Zoidberg. They definitely don't like Zoidberg. They and the. They, they do so far, uh, and we'll see as the series progresses. Progresses, uh, but so far, for the most part, the core trio are becoming friends. Yeah. But the others are still just workmates. Yes. Right. Like even in this episode, we have chewing out in progress. Right. Like Hermes comes in only to be like, "Hey Bender, like you're you're taking money from the company and doing nothing. So like we need to figure that out. You yeah. know. Like it's not like, hey, Bender, I really care about you. And like, you're one of my best friends. And so we need to figure out a place for you. It's like, no, no, no. This is a business and you're fucking up. Yeah. <laughs> Hermes is a functionary and yeah. I like that. He's so a bureaucrat. Far. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a, like his thing. Scruffy's just the janitor. <laughs> He's not Scruffy, the janitor. Yeah. Uh, 
and Zoidberg <laughs> is the quote unquote doctor, but he's, yeah, who's just a fucking weirdo. Everyone and hates him. The 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 fun thing about Zoidberg is that he's the company doctor who's never really needed because. Yeah. Uh, it seems like modern medicine has progressed so far that like doctors are kind of irrelevant now, <laughs> which is really funny. Which is funny, yeah, because it's like you know, oh, you need to, you know, it, it's kind of like in uh, Harry Potter, the fucking like bone regrow fluid or what, you know, like things like that seem to be all over the world of the future. It, in it Futurama. makes me think of Star Trek in a lot of ways oh, yeah. Yeah. because you know, like you ever see the the movies, like the original cast movies. I mean, even the like fucking. The, the next gen movies are even worse with this where it's like you're a doctor and the only thing you do is either like the most invasive thing you do is spray something on a wound that's right you just like yeah, and then like, it and you're heals. done it's yeah. done it's like, i could have done that it's done your it's, job is irrelevant you have like you you have like fake scalpels you there's a holographic doctor <laughs> in Star Trek the Next Generation. It's it's introduced in Voyager, but it's in Star Trek yeah. First Contact. You have a holographic doctor who appears on the holodeck or in med or in sick bay yeah. and can do anything. Yeah. It can, it can reach in and pull out your gallbladder without even you feeling it. <laughs> That's the future of medicine. Yeah. And these people have the gall, excuse the pun. <laughs> To call themselves doctors? <laughs> Excuse me, Beverly. You're a glorified button pusher. <laughs> Beverly. I refuse to call you Dr. Crusher. <laughs> Your name's Beverly. Excuse me, Bones. <laughs> oh, man. Um, that's funny. It'd be funny if like everyone's nickname in Star Trek was based on their profession. <laughs> <laughs> hey, your name's Bones now because you deal with bones. Well, that's not the reason why his nickname is I know. Bones. I was it's making a joke. It's because his wife took everything and all he's got left is, is his bones. bones. You're a librarian, so your name is Books. <laughs> Bookie. <laughs> what are you um, going to tell me to do? Shush? <laughs> Cram it, Bookie. Cram it, Bookie. <laughs> Um, I also love, I, I, I feel like there's a lot of like, from my memory, which is very fuzzy about next generation, like the show yeah. is that anytime Dr. Crusher has to do anything, like she just like does like very, uh, of the time, like doctor stuff, like a stethoscope and like, or like the light in the eyes, you know, like they're doing those like tests that doctors always do just to check your basic uh, motor functions. She doesn't even do that. No. There's this thing that they have in Star Trek called a tricorder. Oh yes, yes. Right? Yep, yep, yep. And it has it's a it is right, a she just like kind of passes yeah. it over the person. It is a yeah. multifunction MacGuffin machine. Yeah. <laughs> that allows you to take quote unquote readings. Right. <laughs> And so, it's like, the thing that, the thing that you're thinking of... Oh, your iron is low. Yes. Yeah. The thing that you're thinking of is paired with the tricorder, sure. yeah, yeah. much like a Bluetooth device would be. <laughs> and you just run the thing over a face or body. Of course. And you look intuitively <laughs> at the tricorder as it tells you what's going on. So the person you're running the device over could just yeah, do that. I could do that too. <laughs> <laughs> or you run the device over it, and then the computer tells you what the fuck right. is going on. Yeah. Computer, what's wrong with this patient? What's wrong with me, computer? Yeah. Full <laughs> body. Out the middleman. Computer, full body scan, please. <laughs> 
You can do that in sick bay. Yeah. You can just do that. Yeah. That's the future. And that's why Zoidberg's irrelevant. Yeah. I love I love well, that's that. That's what's great. Yeah. It makes me so happy that that's the that that's the case and I've never actually really looked at it like that. Yeah. But like the more you look at it the way that Star Trek portrays doctors and like the year 3000 is even further from in Star the future Trek. from Star Trek right. because next gen is the 24th century. Yeah. Right? And we're getting there folks. Yeah. And and even <laughs> further from that it's like yeah, doctors would be nothing. They would it would be a computer. Like yeah. surgery would be I mean, as horrific as it is in Prometheus, <laughs> it would be like that. It's true, yeah. It, yeah, that's yeah, a good call. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, this um this this uh this surgery machine that is clearly calibrated to remove a fetus <laughs> is only meant for men. So <laughs> sorry, Numi. This is gonna hurt. Yeah, it's gonna be bad for you. <laughs> Think about that next time you watch Prometheus. The computer says this is meant for men only. What's the and point of that? And it's to remove fetuses? Wait a minute. <laughs> it's I, it's like basic, it's like an appendix thing. Oh, like sure. It's, yeah. it's basic surgery and it's calibrated for men. Even Why? though like the majority of the ship, I think, was women. The, yeah, the fucking, the patriarchy has gone too far. I mean, that's the whale and Utani company, right? That's true. Those yeah. guys are, they suck. they're men. Yeah, they're bad. Yeah. Old guy Pierce. <laughs> old, old man Pierce. Wow. <laughs> I haven't thought about that in a while. Let Ridley Scott make his third Alien movie. Just let him do it. Covenant ends with such a fun tease. Yeah. What? How does Co- I? I just watched it last year. I think for the first time. How does it end though? I don't um, remember. It's revealed that. I remember it's, it was David making out with David. Or, yeah, that's great. I love that yeah, scene. That's great. That's good stuff. Good Ridley Scott filmmaking. That's right. Um, I mean, like that scene is so complex. Yeah. He probably shot it in an hour. <laughs> It's crazy. Um, <laughs> no, it ends with Catherine Waterston um, doing the classic alien thing, blowing the alien out of the airlock, and then going <laughs> into hypersleep. But uh, David is revealed to be the one who's alive, and Walter died on the planet. Right, right. There's, and yeah, that she twist. like starts screaming in her pod as it puts her to sleep. And right, because he's, he's just he's like, got some he nefarious does the, like, shit, and he puts the alien um, embryo in with all of the other. Uh, yeah, embryos. On he's the like, ship. we got to keep these aliens yeah, going because he wants. It's going to be a money making franchise. He, one well, day. he created, he created this money making franchise. Yeah. He's going to get all of the money out of it. Yeah, because he's a robot. He's a robot. Yeah, and they only care about two things: money and booze. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um, but that's how it ends, and it's a great tease. It's a great like lob for the next one. Yeah, and I hope they do it someday. Yeah, one day. Um, well, I was going to say, yeah, uh, the Bender, um, plot, as it were, as you mentioned, it does pay off in a later episode, but in this episode, it feels so bizarre yeah, that they have this whole setup for like, oh, Bender wants to be a chef. Okay. He's the, he's the chef for the ship now, I guess. Here's his first meal. It's bad. Boo. And then it's just like, all right, we're done with that plot. <laughs> let's, let's send Fry on a mission and uh, that's what the rest of the episode. Like, there's not even a like thing at the end where it's like, and I made a meal for everyone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like some kind of like thing to tie it all together. And so it does feel weird in the context of just this episode. In a vacuum, it definitely yeah. is. Yeah. Um, but as you said, at, at the very least, they they don't like just abandon that idea, and they do have a whole episode later where he like meets Elzar and cooks with him. And um, Zoidberg breaks Fry's ship in a bottle. <laughs> the unbearable guilt yeah it's one of my favorite 
moments in Futurama. Yeah. <laughs> where he tries to kill himself and breaks the sword on his shell. <laughs> it was fries. <laughs> um but let's talk about the main plot. Um let's talk about the emperor and mm. all that stuff. Uh I wanted to introduce something in this episode. Yeah. Because I don't know about you, but I've found that uh discussing these Futurama episodes, we we have less to draw on in our personal lives mm-hmm. because it's weirdo future shit, yeah. right? Like we've never been to a planet full of water people. Yeah. As far as I know. Yeah. Um I had to think for a second, but it's <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Um but that's what I think really kind of helped the conversation flow in our Simpsons podcast is that if we didn't have like we would praise an episode or we'd say this is what we have problems with the episode, but if we didn't have any like specific things like that to to talk about, we'd be like, well, I don't know, have you what was your experience with school dances? Or you know, like we would we would have that personal stuff to draw from. And so uh, a segment I'd like to introduce on this podcast is the why of fry. Uh, which, yes, is an episode title later on. But uh, what I'd like to kind of look at is, because Fry is the audience surrogate. Fry is the character we could theoretically relate to the most, um, because he's still from our time. Mm -hmm. I'd like to look at what we would do in Fry's situation. Mm. So if we were put in the situation that Fry was put into, what would be your... What do you think you would do? So let's say I make this trek across the blazing hot sun, and I I, I see you accidentally this, this water assassinate and, and an emperor, it. and are now the emperor of a planet. Oh, they're all made out of water. Um, before the coronation, I probably leave. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, definitely. Like that's the thing. Like he 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 doesn't do that because story, right? Yeah. Um. The. The, is, and I mean, like, if I hadn't done that, I mean, at least when Leela clearly shows that, like, I'm going to die probably tomorrow, I'm like, well, then let's pack up and get out of here. Mm-hmm. I've already delivered the thing to myself. Mm-hmm. So job done. Here's a bonus as well. Uh, and then let's go. Let's get out of the let's forbidden get, zone. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. Um, honestly, I was... I was thinking that I would, I mean, I would not want to be emperor no. of this place. No. So I, I understand that instinct. But I wonder if I would first, because I find myself in a power position, if I would first maybe like confer with some uh, higher up aristocrats, like, uh, what was his name? Gondek? Gorgak. You know, Gorgak and uh, other people and be like, so what's what's the deal with this place? <laughs> Like, what's are people happy? Do people want to murder each other? Clearly, people want to assassinate each other to become emperor, which is probably, you know, first step as emperor is uh, do away with that rule. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because that's just inviting people to assassinate each other all the time. Uh, you know, maybe let's have some, uh, let's, let's instill some uh, democracy. Maybe you should vote for your next emperor. Well, you know, like, you know how, like, hard it is to do that? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. They didn't really go into the, the, for, Especially how easy it is to become emperor in this world. To me, it seems like if I was as emperor, like, here's a new decree, everyone might just be like, all right, he's emperor. <laughs> For all I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, like I, I would I would poke around a bit and be like, maybe we can make this a better world. Really? Yeah. I would go with the law of non-interference. 
the would, Star Trek law. Yeah, I mean, I would be like, well, but I've, you've already interfered. I've already interfered, and I, uh, I would probably be like, well, ye, Gorgak, you're the emperor now. Well, that's what I'm I was gonna say. Here. I would, I would, I would try and make it a better system, and then I'd be like, and now I decree Gorgak or someone else to be new emperor, and I'm going to leave. And you know, whether or not that maintains. Like, it, like most likely there will be just a revert back to the status quo. But I tried. I wouldn't try. No? I think that's the big difference between you yeah. and me. I wouldn't try because trying to change, in my view, trying to change a planet system mm-hmm. is um, is pointless. <laughs> they they are where they are, and they got there as a as a people, and I'm not going to change that. Um, the best I can do is extricate myself from the situation as if I was never there. So you're you're you take you're taking the the Ray Patterson approach exactly. Uh, <laughs> I I am so, so happy to leave, leave you, you wallowing, wallowing in the, the filth you made. Created. Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah, that's fair. And you know, much for speeches. Obviously, this is such hypothetical shit. And like, for all I know, if for whatever reason this actually happened to me, I would be like, get me the fuck out of here immediately. This is scary. Yeah. That might be what I do. But in hypothetical <laughs> world, I feel like I'd, I'd try to do something good because, again, I honestly, and I've I've said this before, I honestly feel like a lot of the world's problems are never going to be solved by, uh, by individuals. They're going to be solved by people in power. Um, but by that, I mean, like, you know, like things like... Uh, when uh, it's like, oh, here's how you can reduce your carbon footprint, like eat less meat and like shit like that. I'm like, no, it's the it's the companies, <laughs> the huge companies that are creating so much disparity and so much like uh, negative shit in our environment that need to change. Not me, Alan, you know, and so I, I've always been like hopeful that maybe one day I'd be in a position of power where I can enact change. But I don't see that happening in my life. So I'm just going to keep drinking my Coca-Cola and eating my Wendy's. <laughs> Why not? I mean, what else am I going to do? Um I don't know. I've recently had a um had something happen that I was like Well, I guess this is a way to force me to change. Okay. This is my gout. Sure. Where it's like, well, I guess I'm not eating red meat anymore. Right. So there. But the, and and that's fair, but that's also that's that's a a thing that you've changed in your life to affect your life, your personal life. Yeah, I don't care right? about the carbon footprint. Yeah, like that that's not going to, I mean, you know, in a very, very, very minor way, maybe it reduces the carbon footprint of the world, but like not in any way that's going to uh, alter the course of history as it stands. It's like you stopping to eat red meat. What I'm saying is you, Greg, stopping to eat red meat doesn't mean, oh, scientists are suddenly like, wait a minute. The, the the planet is not going to heat up by three degrees in the next 30 years or whatever. I did it. You know what I mean? Like, you're and right. we don't no, know, Alan, we don't know how. Alan, you're right. But it's possible that it. it's just one person stopped eating red meat because of his fucking gout. That's right. And that's what solved it. Wow. Good work, everyone. We I'm did a, it. I'm a hero. You're a hero. Thanks. <laughs> and you're welcome, world. I'll take this hit. I solved it? You solved it, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so uh, everyone mark your calendars. It's been solved. Mark your calendars. This is uh, January 19th, 2022. We call it Greg Day. (laughs) May the Greg be with you. Um, So, Unless this happens to be one year Martin Luther King Day, in which case (laughs) I concede to that. (laughs) 
No, I think we should. I think we should replace Martin Luther King Day with Greg Day. It's faster to say. What's Martin Luther King done for me personally? Is all I'm saying. Uh, I like that segment. The Why of Fry. Yeah. Well, I think there's a part two to it. All right. If you suddenly discovered the emperor was in your belly mm. and you could extract him with bodily fluids. How would you do it? What would you do? Yes. I would pee him out. <laughs> yeah, I almost feel like immediately I'd be like, okay, well, I'm just going to pee you out. Yeah. Like, even if you're like, if the emperor's like, no, I don't like it. It's like, too, too fucking bad, buddy. Too bad. That's how we're doing it. <laughs> you're going in the turlet. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can take over as emperor yeah. again and I'm out of here. Piss in the bottle and yeah. I'm out. I'm going to drink a bunch of booze. <laughs> Yeah, because that'll help, and it'll probably help the emperor too. Cause yeah, because he'll, he'll be he'll be covered wasted. in less urine. Yeah, he'll he'll get he'll probably get like get drunk on it, and he won't mind so much because <laughs> yeah, we can all deal with shit better mm-hmm. when we're wasted. That's true, or worse. Well, well, at, depends at least, on the person. I think at least we won't remember it as well. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> uh, what a society we have. It's good. No pro- no problems. Yep. Ten stars. Works for me, I guess. Um, cool. No notes. Um, yeah, the why of fry. Yeah, I just figured that's just a, peeing, right? Like that's the answer. To, I, th- to, I think for so. both of us, right? Yeah. I mean, I also I did have the thought because like they said something about sweating him out, and he's like, "No, I refuse." And again, I'd just be like, "Well, too bad." Like yeah. the <laughs> the other option is me getting beat <laughs> until I cry. No, I'm just gonna run a bunch, and you'll sweat you out. Too bad you don't have a you don't have agency in this, sir. Yeah, yeah. You're the one who got yourself drunk. Yeah. Why are you hanging out in a bottle? That's a good question. <laughs> Why didn't you say anything? You can clearly talk. <laughs> I mean, I think the argument is probably he was sleeping, but still. Oh yeah. <laughs> I guess they all hang out in bottles when they sleep. I guess because that was the 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 harem as well yeah. or whatever. Like all the ladies were all in bottles. That might just be an oppressive society, though. Might be a patriarchal. What? It seemed like a patriarchal society. It did. Yeah. I mean, they have an emperor. They have an emperor. They have a harem. Yeah. Yeah. That's no good. Bad place. Don't go to Trisol. It's in the Forbidden Zone. For it a is reason. in the Forbidden Zone. <laughs> um, some other firsts is the first iteration of good news, everyone. <laughs> Officially. Yeah. Um, and well, I do like there. that Bender already is like. Uh, this isn't going to be good. Yeah. Here it comes. Thank you. Good night. Um, what else? I think there was one other first, but maybe that was it. Elzar, good news, everyone. Neptunians. I think that's it. Favorite tech? Favorite tech for me is I really liked the, uh, the like, glass uh orchestra, mm-hmm. as it were, when they could play a song of themselves, using themselves, because, like, I don't know, it just seemed like a cool idea because they could change notes too easily by just, you know, increasing or reducing the amount of their own liquid in the glass. Um, That was kind of a fun... I think it's a cool depiction of how this culture uh, expresses music. Yeah, totally. Yeah. In a recognizable way, which I'm always into. Yeah. And I I, I like those sci-fi moments. That's cool. And just, yeah, I mean, uh, the, the use of the water beings... Um, had some cool moments like that, as well as uh, jumping into the door. The veneer is starting to peel, like, like stuff like that's fun. I, I, the... I liked them jumping into the door. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Um, 
Because, like, I don't know. There's not a lot of uh, water-based um, villains in comics, except yeah, for Hydro, Hydro Man, Man, right? But he's kind of a goof. He is kind of a goof, and that's why they haven't used him in the movies yet. Because yeah. <laughs> it's like, I mean, they they he's got a black kind of used him in, in Far From Home, but that doesn't count. Um, the water elemental is like the closest they've come. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but I remember really liking Hydro Man in the uh, in the cartoon. Uh huh. Because mostly because he again, it, it would it was cool how he's like, yeah, I'm I'm Mary I'm with Mary Jane now. Fuck you, <laughs> you know, like that was the whole. And that's what makes it interesting. And, is be, that and Peter's like, "Hey!" <laughs> and Mary Jane becomes a Hydro woman. She does become a Hydro woman, which is horrible. It's just t- pretty terrifying. Yeah, I yeah. hated that. That made me so sad. For yeah. Peter. Well, that's well, that was because it turns out it wasn't the real Mary Jane. It was yeah, a clone. I hated that. Yeah, <laughs> because she knew who Peter was, yeah. and I thought everything was going f- so well. But then they pulled that comic book shit. They do pull that comic book comic book shit. Um, the Clone Wars, not the Star Wars ones, uh, are a very real thing in Spider Man lore. Um, the Clone Saga, I guess it's called, um, which uh, many, even to this day, uh, despise for a good reason. And I think for a good reason. I I will say I do like the character of Ben Riley, and I think that's the only good that came out of that saga. Um, who's arguably the clone of Peter. Um, do you remember the Clone Saga? Do you know like the basics of it? No. Very brief. A new Spider-Man emerges, and he's like, "I'm the real Peter. Like I'm the real person. You're Peter Parker. You, Peter Parker, are actually a clone of me. I'm actually Spider-Man." And there's like the whole, you know, oh no, who's the real? Who's the real one? Who's the clone? And then like by the end of it, they're like, "Yeah, Peter Parker was the clone." So this character that you comic book fans have been following all of your life was a clone of this guy, Ben Riley. And so he's Spider-Man now, and Peter Parker fucks off, and Ben Riley, the Scarlet Spider, becomes Spider-Man for a while. Fans hated it <laughs> for, for, for a good reason, I think. But I think, I mean, obviously, I think at the time they were just trying to like, look, how can we make Spider-Man new? Like, let's try and explore a new way, and that's how they decided to do it. It was a bad move. But then, because of fan outcry, they retconned it, and they're like, actually, there was a mistake in the lab result or some shit. You know, Peter Parker's real. Ben Riley's the clone. Sorry, <laughs> our bad. Uh, and then, so you know, Ben Riley had his own uh, comic for a while, but uh, Scarlet most Spider, yeah, Scarlet Spider, mm-hmm. and most I, don't th- I think most people didn't like it. Uh, I I liked him. I don't know. Maybe I was just so young that I didn't care enough about like the fandom and that kind of thing at the time. But I just remember being like, he's got a cool outfit and like, <laughs> you know. And I was I think yeah, I was just a little bored of like Peter Parker all the time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like a, a new Spider Man who's like a different person. You and, just like, wanted a Miles. You just wanted well, yeah. Miles. And that's right? that's why I glommed onto Miles too when he came when he he came out. And then of course Spider Verse solidified it. But just the idea of Spider Man not being beholden to one person and just the concept of it being you know universal and available to anyone yeah so, i thought that was cool it i still hate that <laughs> because what, they're the, not the clone really thing? doing that you know, like they're not really doing what you said it's like they're not really the, with the ben riley with specifically the ben riley. Yeah, 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 yeah they're doing that with miles because yes. that's a different person with a different background exactly right? yes. and, and i think that's also why it works better and people didn't immediately say you know no not my spider-man like yeah. it was like i think it was the correct way to do that and i think it took them doing the ultimate comic series to figure that out right because i if i remember correctly he that's where miles came from was from the ultimate universe as it were yeah maybe anyway uh, it's the it's the same problem that you have with like whenever they try and replace batman 
it never works. Yeah, because like uh, unlike Spider Man, Batman is Batman. Batman's Batman's Bruce Wayne. Well, he's right? he's and he's uh, like he's a character that's that's adopted the persona purposefully. Yeah, right. That's the whole thing about Spider Man. This is an accident. Yeah. Oh no! I got bit by a spider. Now what I have do spider I do powers. It? Yeah. Batman is Batman's like, like I'm gonna become a Batman. Yeah. <laughs> like he's like I'm scared of bats. Uh, my parents were murdered. I'm Batman now. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like anyone could be like, yeah. I also hey, had those yeah. exact things happen to me. Yeah. Which is why whenever like someone else is put in the cowl, you're like, okay, but you're just you're kind of just like. You're kind of just stewarding this position. You're just hanging on right, to it until Bruce is until back. Bruce is back. Yeah, that's the that's always been it. Whenever like if like whether it be Dick Grayson stepping in or or Damian Wayne or yeah, or, I was just gonna say it's usually his proteges, right? Yeah, yeah. Like that's the thing. They are directly just like successors to yeah. it, and so it's like okay, so we'll do this for a little while, then you'll retcon it. Have they ever had like <laughs> like I guess kind of similar to. Uh, the beginning of the Dark Knight, where just like other people are like like put on a Batman suit and like I'm Batman too. <laughs> has that ever has that I'm happened? Sure, I'm sure, it, it must has, have. Yeah. Like in, like that'd be interesting. There's like a different billionaire somewhere well, else who's like, that's a good idea. I'm gonna become Batman in my city. Well, I think the very idea of that stems from like so many things on like so much Batman on film stems from the Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, because after he beats the mutant gang in Dark Knight Returns, uh overnight a major portion of the former mutant gang takes on the mantle of sons of the batman Mm. and they like tattoo batman the the batman crest on their face okay and like at the end of the dark knight returns he actually takes a bunch of them in to his cave and is like i'm gonna teach you how to be batman and you're gonna you're gonna do this uh so like these they they start like those people in the beginning of Dark Knight where they're just like wearing hockey pads <laughs> and like going around beating people and yeah. like Batman's like you're doing this wrong I'll show you how to do it right um, so like you get copycats like that yeah um, Azrael the character of Azrael mm, oh, right. is yeah, basically yeah. He's that. Doing that yeah yeah it's funny that I mean I I guess I kind of get it but it I feel like if I'm <laughs> I'm trying to honestly envision. If in our actual world a superhero a la Batman or Spider Man emerged, mm. I feel like there'd be so many copycats. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know like what I mean. Crazy, and I get why they don't do that often in the in the comics or in the stories because like it's it's just not super interesting. But like I do feel like realistically it would happen so often. I remember there's a lot there's a decent amount of like, especially when Mysterio is involved of like. Spider-Man being framed for robberies and shit like that, you know, where it's like, yeah, it would be because like no one knows who Spider-Man is. You could yeah. easily make that suit, absolutely, and like pretend like ah, I'm Spider-Man and I'm punching this old lady, <laughs> and, it's, and like, hey, Spider-Man, oh no, yeah, you're a bad guy now, and like you know, J. Jonah, J. Jonah Jameson's like, here we go, here we go, here um, we go. But uh, yeah, I get why they don't do that. Do that I just finished watching the first season of Daredevil again. Oh yeah, uh, great season. Yeah, I, I should. I say. remember really liking it. It's really really good and the whole the like the this the the beginning of the second season is predicated on that right where it's like oh the punisher they think the punisher is one of these copycat people right, right but right. they do mention that there's a bunch of these copycats running around hell's kitchen now right um and just like getting their asses kicked because they're not daredevil <laughs> yeah 
And Daredevil, I think, is actually one of the more likely ones, especially like a season one style Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. Where he's just where a, he's just in a black suit. Yeah, he's just in an Under Armour and yeah. uh, pantyhose yeah, on his yeah. head, essentially. Once he gets that red suit, though, <laughs> oh, I'm boy. like, oh, <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of like oh, oh the black suit looked cooler. <laughs> I wish they I wish they wouldn't do this, which is why season three fucks because does he go back to the black? Yeah, suit? like after yeah. like three episodes, because that's the thing. The kingpin is like, I'm just gonna put one of my own guys <laughs> in a daredevil costume and make him and make him a killer. I'm right. going to make him a killer. And, and then everyone will hate daredevil. That's, yeah. that's the whole that's idea the, yeah. of bullseye in season three. Right. He puts bullseye in a daredevil suit. <laughs> and the first time they meet daredevils in his black suit and bullseyes in the daredevil suit. And daredevil's like, who are you? And bullseye's like, I'm daredevil. <laughs> He's like, wait a minute. I, wait, I, I'm I daredevil. I yeah. It's like, no, and Bullseye, the thing is, has the same can do the same things as Daredevil, mm. which is like throw with incredible accuracy and make it lethal. Right. So yeah. his MO matches mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's uh it's a wonderful plan. I think season three of Daredevil is pretty good. Yeah. I never watched it. I think I didn't even finish season two it's, at the time I was I think a it burned out. Unfortunately, revs too hard on the born again story arc yeah something that I season two you mean season three. Oh, season three okay. um that's one of the i think downsides of it um it revs a little too hard on the born again arc but 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 i think they leave enough of it out that they could definitely go back to that well if daredevil were to for some reason i don't know show up on disney plus mm-hmm That'd be cool. Yeah, because uh, I don't know if you remember this, but um, our uh, past and future guest, James Wade, will. um, (laughs) The Avengers show up at the end of Born Again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's like a whole other thing happening in in New York. In the comics. In the comics, yeah. yeah. In the the Frank Miller graphic novel arc. Um, At the end of Born Again, the Avengers are like fighting in New York, and Captain America jumps down and is like, hey, Daredevil. You Hello see, there. You see Thor flying around in the background yeah. and Iron Man too, and yeah. it's like, cool. This is sweet. <laughs> uh, and I think that would be a fun way to um, just kind of have Daredevil in the Marvel universe yeah. for real. Is kind of just like have a thing going down. He's definitely there now. He's definitely there now. He's a very good lawyer. Spoilers for No Way Home. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was one of my favorite. You haven't parts. seen No Way Home by now. Like, Everyone on the planet yeah, has. Yeah, it's made $2 billion. Yeah. <laughs> Unreal, by the way. I don't think it's at $2 billion Unreal. yet. Unreal. It will at, be. It will be, yeah, because it definitely it made a billion very quickly. Yeah, <laughs> it will be. Uh, yeah. Scream dethroned it. Did it? Yeah. Uh, good for Scream. Did you You're like s- it? I did like it. You sing it tonight, right? I'm uh, tonight or tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. One of the two. Yeah. No, I, I thought it was. I thought it was fun. Uh, I thought it was a like. It's the first one without Wes, so you know there's some trepidation there. Yeah. But I think they did him. They did him proud. That's good. Yeah. That's good. That's all. But I But also like doing like having their own style as well. Like yeah. not just trying to ape Craven's style, yeah. but doing the Scream franchise very proud. I think like if you're gonna make a Scream fran- or a Scream movie in 2022, like I think this was the way to do it mm-hmm. and. Uh, uses the legacy characters in uh, a, a good way, but also has new crop of characters that are uh, mostly good. They're, that's the biggest problem with the Scream movies is that that original gang in the first movie is so like lightning in a bottle of yeah. like, like, oh, like I know all their personalities immediately and I like them all. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, one of them's a murderer? Fuck. 
that's not going to be fun when it's we that, find that out. It's yeah. that wide shot in Scream One of all of them hanging out on the quad at school, yeah. at and the they fountain. do they do a similar shot in this one uh, of the new gang, mm-hmm. and and I was like, oh, here we go, and and uh, yeah, I think there's some 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 good and some less interesting uh, of the of the characters. Right. Um, something I didn't even like pick up on for some reason <laughs> is the fact that one of them is named Wes. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. Uh, because like in the moment I wasn't thinking oh named after <laughs> like I was just like yeah Wes okay that's his name, um, but yeah I thought about it afterwards anyway um, what was I going to say oh I just wanted to say real quick I think it's really funny that all these MCU TV shows are just uh, ways to get characters into new costumes anyway that's <laughs> you like that well I I just I I wouldn't say I like it I just think it's really funny because Daredevil started it. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. That, well, I, I mean, in that case, it wasn't a new. Co- it wasn't like a character we already saw in the movies who was getting a new costume. Yeah. But it was like the the whole kind of season. I I remember very vividly the whole season watching it, and when he shows up in the red suit at the end, I was like, oh, it doesn't look great, <laughs> you know. And I was like, oh, the the black suit was really cool, and it, like this is it, unfortunate. And I, it does how I felt the, about most of the like the the Falcon, uh, sorry, Captain America's oh, new yeah, new wolf, outfit at the end of Falcon outfit. Winter Soldier. Bad. Yeah. Uh, uh, Scarlet Witch's one at the end of WandaVision Woof. is like not great. I think it's better than some of the other ones, but it's still it, it it's just too overt at how like there's no reason for you to be in this new outfit. Mm-hmm. It's just clearly like we need to get them in a new outfit for toys and for yeah. merch and that kind and, of thing. Well, the, and the thing that just really makes me crazy, especially with the MCU Disney Plus shows, yeah. is that unlike Daredevil, these guys are going to be in movies. Right. And they're going to change the suit. In that movie, yeah, as well. So why? So yeah, who cares? Like, yeah. <laughs> it, it, like when when Wanda shows up in in the multiverse of madness, you better believe she's going to have a different. She'll look. probably have a different look. Yeah, a thousand percent. Um, and well, I mean, I guess Doctor Strange doesn't really change his look. That's nice. I do appreciate no, he gets, that. He, he gets uh, he gets the gloves. Yes. <laughs> Excuse me. He does get the gloves. I was going to say he I mean as as we saw in the trailer, he he he's got a dark version of him. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of a new suit yeah, you know, in I a guess. in a sense. True. Fair enough. Yeah. Um what else? Oh right, in Jessica Jones she doesn't actually have a suit. Right. Neither do the other three defenders. Yeah. Well, and again, like those ones the less talked about I, I get you. Yeah. The better. But it was Season just funny. One of Jessica Jones I didn't is think good. about it until because like these new MCU sh- movies or movies, new MCU shows are different than the, those Netflix ones. Obviously, like they kind of specifically were uh, separating them, and the Netflix ones were kind of their own thing. I mean, now it seems like at the very least, Daredevil and Kingpin are kind of in the world, but whatever. Um, but I just remember, yeah, end of WandaVision that happened, end of Falcon and Winter Soldier it happened. I guess Loki doesn't really have that, but. I mean, Loki. He just he just gets a bunch to, of different yeah all of versions different of him. Versions. So, so you so kind of kind get of a, to yeah. have your cake and eat it too. Yeah, but, but I was he also about that. wears his time vest. His like that's true. TVA yeah, the for TVA. the whole yeah. series. Right? And I actually just started watching Hawkeye. So I, I, I but I'm guessing he gets. A oh, new you bet. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the it's and in Kate the Bishop probably does too, right? Yeah, like, oh, part, yeah. Like both they, of them get like some awesome armor or whatever. Not really. It's just those purple suits. Well, those purple. Like it's it's just like more classic Hawkeye stuff. Yeah, I guess so. Like yeah. it's a different shade of purple, but it's it's just they go to they go to Hawkeye's trademark. Yeah, 
color. But then, but yeah, I was, so I was just reminiscing about that first season of Daredevil. I'm like, oh yeah, that's kind of the template for all these shows is that just conceptually, just it that is, idea yeah. of them being in a certain look for most of the show the and then getting a new look yeah. right for the final episode to be yeah. like, look how cool they are now. Like it's an origin story for a suit. Yeah. Um, which is too bad. <laughs> yeah, that is too bad. Which is one of the reasons why I really do like season three a lot. Yeah. Because he's like, fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. I'm going back to the Under Armour. I'm going back to the Ninja Turtle bandana. Nice. Uh, and then, of course, like one of my favorite things is like he, he puts on boxer's tape. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. boxing tape on his fists. And then he wraps that boxing tape with Muay Thai ropes. Oh. Which is basically like putting brass knuckles <laughs> on all of your forearm and fists. Hell yeah. It is awesome. It is so awesome. Sounds cool. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, if this is... I think Daredevil also provides the template of how to make a show way too long. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, I'm watching season one and I'm like, the only problem with this <laughs> season is that it's 13 episodes right. instead of oh, 10. Yeah, it's 13, yeah. Yeah. It should be 10. There are three episodes that you can see right in the middle where you're <laughs> like, just drop them. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need this. No. <laughs> And and it's a problem that plagues the entire um, Netflix, TV, Marvel TV, Marvel universe, TV thing. Yeah. They they insisted on thirteen episodes. Yeah, that's weird. It is. Um, yeah, I might rewatch that whole series. Except slash, for the def- watch it for the first time. Except for the Defenders. The Defenders is eight, and it's the worst one of them all. That was because like I remember. People like Daredevil. People like Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. No one liked Iron Fist. Nobody liked Iron uh, Fist. Luke Cage was a bit more on the fringe. Yeah. But like, I think for the most part, people were still like, yeah, it's good. It's just, you know. And he made such a powerful uh, impact in the first season of Jessica Jones that you're right. like, yeah. cool, this guy's cool. Mike Coulter's great. Yeah. And then, but yeah, yeah, no one liked Iron Fist, so I didn't even bother watching it. And then the Defenders came out, and I was like, oh yeah, they did a thing where all of them joined together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I heard nothing about it. No one like talked about it. It seemed like it'd be like if the Avengers in 2012 came out and no one saw it. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> it's literally the Defenders is all of the worst stuff about Daredevil mm. paired with Iron Fist. <laughs> like that's what the story is because like all of this Iron Fist shit is in the Defenders and all of this stupid Daredevil ninja bullshit is in the Defenders. <laughs> that's what it's all about. Poor Finn Jones. Can't catch a break. He really can't. Loris Tyrell <laughs> and Iron Fist are his two legacy characters so yeah. far. Yeah. Um, Whoopsies. Uh, too bad yeah. uh, a white man can't get work. Can't, can't catch a break. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what was your favorite tech in this episode? Uh, mine was the <laughs> Neptunian slug. <laughs> I know it's not really tech, but I really like no, the no, idea I mean, of I think that. we've kind of, yeah, we've kind of adopted that favorite tech is not necessarily uh, like technology. Yeah. But just future stuff. Yeah. yeah, and this future slug is really cool because it fills the size of the room. I lo- that yeah, it's I love in. as soon as he like starts to fight it, it <laughs> immediately starts growing. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is why it's good to use cast iron pan. And he starts beating <laughs> it with a cast iron pan. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, and I, I, the, I would love to watch cooking shows if shit like that happened more. Of course, often, you know, <laughs> cooking with live things that you have to kill on set. <laughs> that's what you're into, right? Yeah, that's what I want. Um, what about your favorite joke? Uh, my favorite joke is uh, <laughs> when Gorgak makes his first appearance. <laughs> I mean, I just wanted to like say in general, Gorgak's my yes. favorite. I love him. Uh, but when it's like you need to choose prime minister, and like uh, may I, I recommend the current prime minister, Gorgak, <laughs> and then Bender's like, 
You know, I always wanted to be prime minister. Got to go with Bender. <laughs> and Gorgak's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Cram it, Gorgak. <laughs> oh, yeah, he goes, like, in your face, Gorgak, yeah, yeah. or something. And that's I thought it was really funny. But then he, like, he pops up a couple other times. Like, yeah. you touched me in places no one ever has yeah. to Amy. Yeah, Gorgak rules. Um, Close yours. Uh, Fry getting beaten until he cries. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, you guys. I love you all. You're all true friends. <laughs> I think that's really funny. And then funny. just like the cut to him like being kicked on the ground yeah. by Amy. Yeah. I really like it. And that's everyone's just funny. so tired. Yeah. They, they beat him since. It's good shit. Yeah. I like um, it. Not a lot of notable references. Uh, there was, uh, Bender was wearing a apron that says to serve man, mm-hmm. uh, which is a reference to that uh, Twilight Zone episode, right? I think. Sure. Should have looked it up more. Uh, <laughs> just like I remember, <laughs> um, and that's pretty much it, really. I mean, like, there's some like allusions, I guess, to some of the plot, but for the most part, there's no direct references. I mean, uh, Elzar and Emerald is the other major one, but that's pretty much it. Um, I did want to say uh, a segment that has been dormant for a while is the uh, alien language uh, segment because we haven't really had much in the other episodes, but in this one, there's a bunch. Yeah. Um, uh, most importantly is the signs right around the, uh, the emperor's throne. It says, uh, don't drink the emperor in lots of different ways. Um, and then we have, uh, let's see, there's, there's a couple just like really basic ones that are like not super interesting. Like, uh, I think in the opening, there's a sign in the background that says ring. Um, there's a sign that says televideo. Uh, boxing, things like that. But for the most part, it's, uh, yeah, don't drink the emperor. Um, and then there... Please don't drink the emperor. Yeah, please don't <laughs> drink the emperor. Stuff like that. That's pretty much it, though. But that's that's the most notable part of the episode is all the signs right by the emperor himself and Fry not being able to read the alien language, so he drinks the emperor. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> well, that's it. That's it. Good talk. Good... <laughs> We talked about the episode a bit. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I felt good about it. Um, yeah, I think this is a fun episode overall. I, um, I have no, I have no issues with it. Um, but again, it's that's that's the interesting thing about this this show versus Simpsons is that the format, as we said, is basically like the gang goes on an adventure on a planet and like let's see what happens. There's not a lot of like interpersonal stuff usually, um, but I will say when the show does do interpersonal stuff, we're like. Uh, Fry's history, that kind of thing. That's when it really, like, really clicks for me as a series. Um, these episodes are are just kind of episodic, fun adventures, and I have no problems with them. But I just uh, the episodes I love are ones that like get a bit more to the heart of the of the series, which is Fry dealing with his life post his real life, his past life. Whatever. It's traumatic. Yeah, let's deal with it. Hoots deal with it? Hoots deal with it. That's what I said, yeah. Hoots. Hoots. Deal with it. All yeah. right, on that. <laughs> figure that one out, everybody, because <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Bad Neighbors Pod. You can email us at thehammockdistrict on third at gmail.com. Numerical three. Subscribe to our Patreon, where you get all our bonus content, including Cinepal's Returns episodes, um, commentaries, and other shit we think of at the time. That's right. <laughs> Joe's and the Pussycats coming out at the end of this month. That's right. And uh, 
as always. Let's deal with it. With my last breath, I curse Zoidberg. (laughs) 